Welcome to another episode of 52 Shots with Gun and Napalm. And Rye, guess what? What's up, buddy? This is the first podcast that I did not start the podcast with. Five, four, three, two, and one. I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with that. As Wayne Dyer says, a mind that is open to anything and attached to nothing. Well, dude, I'm going to live by that from now on. Yeah. You don't have to be attached to that. Five, four, three, two, one. Well, I'm not no longer. Well, dude, guess what? <laughs> we're up, back. Man? Episode 28. Wow. We're back and we're here to just chop it up. Two we're in a row. Chop man. it up real good. Two in a row, seven days, and. We've done two, and it feels weird now because we haven't done that in a while. What, like being routine again? Yeah, ha- being disciplined with this, so it's nice. It's nice to get back. It's nice to see your face. And what's also good about it is like ma- making the mental shift of making it like not a job. Do you know what I mean? Like like now, like you know, two episodes in a row, no guests. I'm like, I don't care. I'm just gonna catch up with my boy. Absolutely. So it makes it more fun. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it does. Less, less of a job. And I think for the most part, we usually have some pretty, I mean, we have some pretty stupid conversations, oh, but we for have sure. some pretty good conversations, so, you know, why not have some humans listen in? Absolutely. So, um, uh, what are we sipping on today, boy? Uh, dude, I think it's the same thing we were drinking last week. Prophecy, oh, really? Prophecy Pinot Noir, which I think this oh, is cool. what we had last week. Awesome. Yeah, but, there literally is. I remember. Cool. It's tasty, man. I took a um, screenshot on Instagram of uh, one of those weird food pages I follow. I follow like, this umami uh, P- PGH okay. uh, like sushi restaurant. And um, because, you know, back when I was inspired to uh, sell T-shirts with the word umami on it. But anyway, um, they posted like a new Pinot Noir. Yeah. I took a screenshot and I was like, oh, we'll try that one out one of these days. Yeah, definitely, man. It's so Zach got me when we, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if anyone listening remembers Zach, but Zach, we had on talking about, you know, working for a billionaire and uh, Zach talked about what else? Gambling, right? Yeah, yeah, poker. Yeah, poker. Um, but Zach got me hooked on Pinot Noir, and it's just so delicious. It's a fire. So good. Um, so anyways, dude, you were talking about letting your hair grow out, and now it's cut short. What's going on with that? I'm here to let everyone know that I'm a liar, and I'm not a man of my word, and you probably well, shouldn't trust me. Just in terms of hair. In, f- in just I don't trust you hair. when it comes to hair. <laughs> so <laughs> I literally, um, I got to the point where, like, Typically, I don't like stare at myself in the mirror that much. I mean, I guess I do more than I should. But anyway, I was looking at myself in the hair in the mirror. I'm like, okay, what's my goal with this hair? And like, I'm like, all right, well, I'd love to have like cool, like surfer long hair, yeah. pull it up and everything. And I started pulling my hair back. I'm like, well, damn, I got a big forehead, you know? I don't know if I'd even enjoy to pull my hair back. And I'm like, well, I would generally look like this with long hair. It's not much different. I'm like, am I more comfortable in short hair? Do I just feel better in short hair? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to cut my hair. Hell yeah. Yeah, so you know what I did? Scheduled a haircut. Yeah, it looks good, man. Beard looks good. Everything looks nice. Thanks, man. It's so weird to hear beard looks good because yeah, you've never a year been ago I didn't have one. You know, you I mean? look a lot. Um, I don't want to necessarily say older, but you definitely look a lot. I guess we all do. We I all look a look lot older. more mature when the when yeah, the beard yeah. is on. Like I look, I look pretty young now. But if I shave the beard, I look really young. Yeah, absolutely. And um, dude, you know, I was just thinking though. I think it's funny how like. I love my barber, dude. Yeah. I think he's the coolest dude in the world. Yep. And, and uh, I was because, you know, I got a haircut. Everyone's like, oh, you cut your hair. So obviously I talked about haircuts a lot lately. <laughs> but um, everyone's like, oh, dude, my my barber's the man. And in my head, I'm like, dude, my barber's the man. And it's just funny how we all have, like, uh, an allegiance to our, our barbers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. our barbers are superior to other barbers. Wait, this is, I'm going to open up my, I'm opening my phone right now, humans listening. I'm going to my friend Marco, who uh, does cut hair, but I've never had my hair cut. Mm-hmm. And this is my text to him yesterday. Marco, you have any availability to cut my hair? I said, 
I don't know why I've never used you. Barbers are like addictions. You have to keep going to the same one for some dumb reason. I'm tired of the environment and how long it takes to get cut. So now I'm going to go to Marco. But it's funny that you even bring this up, and I just sent a text like, we are addicted to our freaking barbers. We really are. It's like, yeah. It's kind of like women getting their nails done and their yeah. eyebrows done and everything. It's like, he's the only one that knows how to do my head with my hair. He knows how to do mine because, you know, mine's real different. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not barbers, so we don't really know. But I'm assuming, you know, it, but for whatever reason, we've got this allegiance. Yeah. And, like, I love my guy, dude. I'm, he, uh, I text him, like, yo, bro, it's been six months. It's time. And he's, I guess he got into jiu-jitsu now. Well, I do, I do, I now know. And he, like, responds with, it's like, so there's a jiu-jitsu word. It's like us. I don't even know how they pronounce it because my school doesn't say it. Yeah. But it's like us. Yeah, OSS. Yeah. OSS. OSS. And he like sent that with the chakra, like the, you know, this thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes. So I'm like, all right, cool. A new thing to talk about with him. Yep. That makes me like him even more now. You go in, he sits you down, combs you a little bit. Yeah. You fall asleep. Turns out he choked you out. You wake up, your hair's cut. Just to demonstrate a new move. That's it. He's like, dude, rear <laughs> naked level, choke. Next level service. Your hair is done, sir. Have a good day. I'm like, Did I just time travel? <laughs> so yeah, that's called the black hole. <laughs> Yo, speaking of the black hole, look behind me. You know what that is? In in the bag? The fanny pack. In, Yo, is that a giant fanny pack? Well, it's called the Patagonia black hole fanny pack. And it's like kind of see-through. Yeah, it's cool, dude. It's the Japan one. So listen, there's a reason why I brought this, because I really want to talk about this. Women get purses, you know? I'm in school. Girls can put their law school books, their binders, all their hair and makeup stuff, yeah. other exotics that I, that women have that men don't have. They fit everything in this purse, dude. Yeah. And it literally is like a black hole. If, if you ever go into a woman's purse for any reason, yeah. like, hey, babe, grab me my this yeah you go in there you will spend a half hour trying to find whatever this is hey babe i need my third grade report card you still got that in there (laughs) yeah i got it dude it's unbelievable they have everything it's like a goddamn clown car i'm tired (laughs) i'm tired of not having everything (laughs) so i'm bringing my fanny pack with me everywhere shit you're gonna be one of those guys i'm gonna be a man with fanny pack and i i don't i'm still not worried about it you know who's like that duran like me I only needed the fanny pack when we were rocking it in Japan. Like, yeah. You know, you need some shit on you when yeah. you're in another country. Duran, always wearing his fanny pack. Is he? Good man. I respect Always that, rocking dude. the fanny pack. Dude, I, I respect the hell of that. Mm. Duran has got some bonus points for me. So if I go in there, is your third grade report card in there? No, not yet, dude. Over time, that it'll accumulate. Yeah. Right. right now, right. I just got um my wallet. Um, AR-15. My <laughs> Fujifilm X100. And what else I got in there? Um, maybe nothing else yet. Oh, my headphones, you know, mm. a little Apple pod, my ear pods. Mm. Can, we, can we dive into ear pods a little bit? AirPods or ear pods? Because Napalm be rocking them AirPods. I think maybe. they're called AirPods, you're right. Mm-hmm. But you know, before I start going down that hole, I actually want to retract and go back about why I'm starting to rock the, the uh, fanny pack because I didn't really go into that. Whoa. So I left class last night. I take night classes. Whoa. And I'm driving away from school. I'm like, Whoa. oh my God, oh my God, where's my wallet? I turn around frantically. Whoa. I hang up with my girlfriend. I'm like, I need to find my wallet. Whoa. I run back in. People are like, how do you like your car? I'm like, I don't care right now. I need to Whoa. find my wallet. I'm running in. There's one guy left in there. I'm like, you see my wallet? He's like, no, dude, I haven't seen your wallet. Whoa. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I run back out. I'm checking the ground all over. I'm like, dude, maybe it's in my car. So I'm starting to look at my car. It's not in there. My heart like sinks even more. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. where's my wallet, dude? I'm an idiot. I realized I put it in my book bag. I found it in my book bag a little bit later. And as soon as you open up that backpack. Whoa, 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 you hit exactly. the triple whoa. You got to hit the triple whoa. The triple whoa, dude. It's a big Actually, deal. Yo, real quick, 
at the movie theater last night. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ronnie's Ron, whenever we go to the movie theater, Ronnie has to have two things. It's better okay. comedy has to have two things. Yeah, let's hear it. He's got to have a bag of popcorn. Okay. And he's got to have a slushie. As he should. So he's getting his slushie, and I walk over to him, about to grab my. As soon as I start to walk over to him, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And, yo, here's the challenge of the week. It just came about. In public, just yell out, whoa, 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 like that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa, whoa, whoa people whoa. jump, start looking around, like, what the fuck are people saying whoa, whoa, whoa about? People get nervous when the whoa, whoa, whoa drops. It gets people going, dude. I'll tell you, the woman next to Ronnie, like, started looking at us, like, shit, what's going on? And uh-huh. it was just like, no, we're just saying whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa is fucking hilarious. It's so dumb, but and it's, it's universal. really funny. You're hitting that in Japan a little bit, and people notice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's universal amongst well, all languages. I mean, there's a lot of body language and facial expressions that go along with the whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, absolutely, as you should. <laughs> all right, so that, that's me, why you- that's Let me why conclude you, the fanny pack. Yeah, that's why so you want the fanny line, pack. I'm like, you know what, dude? If I always have my fanny by my side, I know I'm good, because mm. I will have everything in mm. there. So from now on, you'll see Gun, the fanny pack guy- with, With his third pack. grade report card in the fanny pack. Everywhere I go. Mm. Yep. Whoa. 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 That's it, man. That's, that's, I just want to talk to you guys about fanny packs. Love it. Love it. Dude, we went and saw Joker last night. Hey, dude, how was that, man? I'm really bummed I couldn't make that one. Um, If I was to use a word that Gunnar Balf would use, mm-hmm. it would probably be incredible. Whoa. It was incredible. It was Whoa. incredible. There was not a moment during the movie where I wanted to check my phone. There was not a moment where I felt like I wanted to distract myself with anything else. Like, Joaquin Phoenix was, and I'm not like a movie dude, so I'm not trying to use buzzwords or anything, but Joaquin Phoenix was just... An artiste. Amazing. I mean, I felt uncomfortable watching him go through this 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 movie and these 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 downs uh, you know can't even say ups and downs yeah i felt uncomfortable watching him like it it was an experience cool that you just are you know it, you're just consumed by watching it and um totally not a comic book movie in the sense of you're not taking your kids to see this oh no it's dark. do not take kids this is like you know this is like real life joker Oh, wow. Cool. And yeah, so don't take kids to see this, but it was incredible. What a movie. Wow. Cool. I'm excited to see yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Got to see it. Awesome. Got to see it. Dude, I'm a, I'm a big movie guy. I haven't really seen one in a while. I love it. You haven't seen Joaquin? I haven't a seen a movie in, me in a, a while. Dude, yeah. We I, used to, actually, we used to have a Sunday true. squad. Yeah, remember we did, that? Dude. Nice little routine. Dude, we going had a on. Sunday squad, and I remember like one of the first ones 10 of us went and saw together was Creed. Dude, yeah, that that we, had, we squatted up for that one. Yeah. That's one thing that, like, it really puts in perspective how long we've been boys now, even though it's only been, like, five years or whatever. How it's many, been a really good five years. How many routines we've been through. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. We had that solid uh, <laughs> moment of time where it was, like, every Sunday was a movie. Yep, sushi routine we had going sushi on. Sushi routine, yep. Sauna routine. We and, did a couple of training routines. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, what what's that uh, what's that one spot we would always go to? I don't want to talk way. about the couple massage, dude. No. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Um, no. What's the what's the one bar out here that we would always go to? 
Oh, steam. Steam. Steam routine. Couple couple steam routine. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad I'm over bars though. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, it's not really dope. <laughs> Don't miss it at it's all. It's not really dope. See, because you always have like the idea of like the romanticized version that you see Tom Hardy walk in the bar, dude. And you just, fight him. Just cool shit happens. Yeah, you fight you know him. Someone I mean? screams, whoa, Someone whoa, whoa. Someone screams, whoa, 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 because Tom Hardy's throwing a chair. And you know, things you think will happen that are cool, but honestly, nothing really cool <laughs> usually happens. You think this gives you power over me? <laughs> um yeah yeah and it doesn't yeah and it doesn't and then you know eventually some of us get married like you're basically married now and it's gonna be dope one day when you guys break up and we listen to this episode and we remember that you weren't married and you guys bro- no i'm just kidding but <laughs> yeah man don't wish this bad for show me Rick no no, no i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah man and then that stuff happens too, though. Like you end up getting a significant other, and it's oh, like, yeah. why the fuck do we need to go out and do that shit all the time? Yeah, absolutely. But also at the same time, um, it's kind of like this is kind of like a metaphor for life, though. In general, people when you go out to the bars with a group of people, it's like, okay, we're gonna go to this bar, and then one person's like, this place is whack. Let's go to the next bar, and like, it will always be whack. To someone, and that's a thing about life you need to understand. And this yeah. is one of like the biggest realizations I've had. You gotta make it not whack, no matter what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can have well, a good time hanging the out. Experience. Exactly. You can yeah. have a great time wherever yep. you wanna go. Just yep. sitting in a in a office talking on a podcast. You yes. can make a great time. Yeah. If you put the energy into it. Yeah, and that's why you just gotta analyze your friend groups probably, the people you're spending time around. Because me and you could go anywhere. Yeah. And we can we can assimilate and become a part of the environment, have a great time. Yeah. Or we could just be in the corner by ourselves. Sipping and chatting just like this without yep. mics and have a great time. So exactly, it, it it really just depends on the the friends. But that's why we don't like those high maintenance friends. Like you know, someone that's always going to complain about something. I don't want to be around people like that. I want to talk about ideas. I want to be creative. I don't want to be around people that are like, no, we can't do this because of this, and this yeah, yeah. is because of that, and this. It, like, ugh, all right, bro, got it. Exactly, and that's why another thing that like, you can't have like the highest expectations in the world for things all the time. Just be and enjoy, you know what I mean? A mind open to anything and attached to nothing. Dude, I feel like I heard that before. That's pretty that's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um Wayne Dyer is an amazing psychologist, written some awesome books, super intelligent dude. If you guys are into any of that stuff, I recommend uh he's got like uh this one video that me and uh Matt from Keto Fridge are addicted to is Wayne Dyer's Ten Principles. And the I don't first, think I heard that. The, oh, dude, yeah, I'll send the video to you, the cool. YouTube video. It's a great video, and it's him just doing like a seminar on his ten principles. Uh-huh. And the first one is a mind open to anything and attached well, to nothing. Well, dude, you, it's you just started, such an important one. You said that right away in the beginning of the podcast, right? So and now we've come oh, back okay. to it. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't know if you know I was joking. No, no, no. <laughs> I know you were joking, but I just wanted to like let people know if anyone's interested in that. That's yeah. a really dope YouTube video to check out. What is the other guy's uh, name that you really love? He's one of the first guys that you got really into. And the, well, I, if you're if you're talking about who Matt keeps bringing up, that's Jim Rohn. Yes, who's yes, like yes. The, one of the godfathers of of motivation and whatnot. And and you know, dude, I listen to you guys impersonate him more than I've listened to him himself. Yeah, and I love him just from your guys' impersonations. Yeah. The first one for me though that uh, that I really fell in love with, like you know, motivational speaking and life skills and all that, was actually Brian Tracy. Oh, okay, who's like another godfather of the art. All right, cool. But um, yeah, Jim Rohn's like uh the granddaddy. Cool, cool. I um, so I just wanted to talk about how I uh, I just talk about new hobbies True, and man. um, so how this one began. So we were just talking about movies, and I was saying I haven't seen a movie in a while, but I did see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hell yeah! 
And so, not not trying to give away the movie, but there's a scene where two women are attacking this one guy with knives. And the women break in the house, and they have knives. You know, they're armed. And um, I thought about it. I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm relatively in good shape. I yeah, train, you know, train once a week at least. I'm like, two girls have bad intentions with knives against me. I can't do anything. Yeah. And for the reason, I, like, that was the moment I was like, I need a gun. And I don't know why, but it really stood out to me. And I uh, got my friend Dan to teach me how to shoot. A gun or a can of dog food. I mean, Either it's or. really up to you. Yeah, it all depends how you arm yourself, you know, and what you're skilled in. But I decided for me, a, a gun probably be a little easier. What to about a gun that shoots canned dog food? Well, that would be probably the best of both worlds. Listen, man, you, you really just got to have a mind that's open to anything. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I love you, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> but um, anyway, so um, I I got you know Dan taught me how to shoot guns. I bought a gun now, and um, what'd you buy? Uh, I bought Dan's gun, and makes it very very uh, you could, what am I trying to say? Easy transaction. Yeah. Taught me how to shoot a gun on the gun I bought off of him, and you know he's going to the gun store. And dude, it's crazy to me when I'm open up to a new subculture. Yeah. There's subcultures and everything. Exactly. Go to the gun shop Saturday morning. Don't go to the gun shop on a Saturday morning. It's crazy. Yes, it's like, it is because everybody's like, see. The, I like to go to the gun range Monday through Thursday during the week during like yeah. school hours. No one's there. Yeah. Everybody's working. Yeah, that's what I should have yeah, done. The weekends are freaking tough. I never go to the range. It then. was like a deli. It was like taking yep. number seventy nine now, and yep. I'm like, geez. Fuck. But um, so we we uh we uh get to get this guy. I think he's the owner of the shop. Really nice guy. Where'd you guys go? Classic Pistol. We went to uh, Tanner's. Tanner's. Okay. And um, I jokingly say, yeah, we just drove by a farm called Tanner's, and we were saying like, yeah, one brother opened up a gun shop, and one brother decided to milk the cows, and he's like, well, I actually grew up milking the cows. And I was like, oh, no whoa, way. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so, like, it's a family business that, like, it's funny. Like, so, like, oh, yeah, we specialize in milk, um, bread, and AK-47s. You know what I mean? It's just, like, it's kind of funny to see, like, they're, they're two. Is that out on, like, Alms House? Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I had a girl. See, the only reason I know that, my first serious girlfriend lived out off of Alms House Road. Oh, really? And That's I had a to hike. drive out there. Oh, dude, from L-Town, that was a fucking hike. Yeah, dude. So excited. <laughs> That's awesome, um, but yeah. So and it's so cool to see like people are excited about things. Hell yeah! And it's also interesting to see like the transitioning. He's like pulls out an iPad. I love that everything's on an iPad nowadays, yep. Yep. dude. Signing things on an iPad is the dumbest thing in the world. We need to figure out how to do that better. The signature never it's works trash. out. It's it never trash. works out. He's like he was saying how like the oils from the guns get all over it, and it's next to impossible to even like make out. And um, it just was funny, dude. <laughs> but yeah, and I was also saying how like gun shops are like the only thing that's gonna not get Amazonized <laughs> if we're gonna make a verb of that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, with a mall on the sales, road, you can't see yeah, it. You you, you want to see it in person. You know what oh, I mean? You still right. want to go in and make an outing out of it and like hands-on experience. Yeah, I mean, you could buy a gun online, but it's got to get sent to a dealer. It's got to get sent to a yeah. gun shop, and then you got to go through the same process. So at that point, you might as well just go there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because you have to go there anyway. But um, but that's that's one of the things. You know that and haircuts, man. You know, I can't really Amazon those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's definitely an interesting thought in terms of like business and whatnot, like. You know, how many things are going to, over the next 10 to 15 years, going to be turned over to 
Amazon, virtual reality, artificial intelligence. You know, how many things are going to flip over to that? And you really got to consider that. Dude, um, I, uh, so far as like VR, dude, that stuff's just terrifying. But think about all the things that can be done in that regard. Like, for example, uh, in law school, we had to do like our first oral argument. It was really easy. I'm sure it was much harder in the past. They made it a little bit lighter for us. I'm sure like future down the line, they'll make it more difficult. But imagine a VR version of an oral argument as if you're in the courthouse, as if there's a VR judge right in front of you yeah. with any Genius. call VR witness. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? that, makes, that, that would make schooling next level, dude. It makes everything next level. It would be so interesting. Yeah. And that's all coming. Well, I mean, our, you know, I guess and, like and our think about that, generation, like, they'll have all that. Like in terms hopefully. of that, if, if you could have a robot that, in a moment, no different than Google, could slam you with every single law, why would a robot not be the lawyer then? Yeah, uh, I guess it would come down to the human way of actually interpreting Communicating it. Communicating and, and what Interpreting it and, like, you know, applying yeah. versus just spitting out the rule. But then again, that's a good point. But, dude, everything's, everything's going to be Amazon eyes in some regard. And you just gotta pick a career that's gonna take the longest for t- to get uh, AI'd. Yeah, that's a verb so, I just wh- created. And what AI'd. does that look like? I wonder, like, because I I haven't studied it much. Like, what does it look like when most things can be taken over by virtual reality or artificial intelligence? Do humans just get a uh, what do you call that? A uh, Stipend? St- yeah, yeah, good, good choice of word there. Like a, a, a stipend of some sort? Like how does that work well, at that Where would that source? You know what I mean? You just have to put output to receive something, so I don't well, know, Well, I mean, man. there's some there's some countries, I forget which one it is right now, that's actually working on that. Every person gets a specific amount of money per month or per year. Yeah, that's just... You know? um, and that's definitely, I mean, that's like, uh, it's like Sweden or so it's like a much I, smaller I was just going to say, I think it is Sweden. But um, Andrew Yang's entire... Uh, yeah, he wants to do something like He wants like to do that. a freedom dividend, he's calling it. It's like $1,000 a month. And it's not you're not going to live off of that. But the whole point is just to kind of like share the share the yeah, wealth. And he he wants to a, take that out of the mili- the military. I think so. Funds, right? and, um, no, actually what he wants to do is he wants to put a tax on high-frequency trading, I believe. So essentially what he wants to do is say like, okay, um, you know, it's it's like a fan favorite thing to say, stock Wall Street, not, not stock it, I'm sorry, t- tax Wall Street. You know, yeah. it's like every, almost everyone's a fan of hearing that. They're like, yeah, sure, why not? But um, so high-frequency trading is just like, you know, when they this is a dummy version of it, but they're just doing trades so quickly and they're getting like, the, let's say the, um, the gain is only like 0.0001. It's okay when they do it in high-frequency trading because they do it in such large volume and they do it every second, buy, sell, buy, sell very quickly that they can make exponential money because of that. And so what he wants to do is put a tax on every trade to eliminate the arbitrage of doing high-frequency trading mm. and to um, basically, I think that's his idea of how he's going to pay for the freedom dividend. Right. So at the same time, it'll, I guess, uh, get rid of high-frequency trading, which I guess is in some, I don't really have no any idea, but they say it's a bad thing. See, and like, you know, cool, cool idea for sure. Yeah. But I feel like this is just one of those guys that, and yet again, I'm not a super left or right or political guy. Like, yeah. don't talk to me about that shit. Um, I just the, don't know enough. But you yeah, know exactly, I mean? exactly. I'm not, I'm not that guy. But I just feel like he's got, you know, he's one of those guys that it sounds like has a lot of like very interesting, cool ideas. Yeah, and he'll never have a chance. Like yeah, Bernie, exactly. like Bernie the first time around. It's like, 
a lot of different ideas, a lot of cool ideas. A lot of people like, yo, this is this is good. This yeah. is interesting. This is the future. Disrupting. Cool. Yep. And not a chance. Yeah. You know? That's what's crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, so what else, man? Anything else going on? I don't know. What started that tangent? What were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about artificial intelligence and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And just that. Oh yeah, I brought over. up Andrew Yang just because uh, his biggest like topic he talks about is like how um, truck drivers, for example, are going to be one of the first things to suffer, I guess, from automation. Absolutely. And that makes sense, you know. Think about it, like my car, dude, it practically drives itself, and so if you can make truck, tr- uh, you know, tr- tr- tractor trailers drive themselves, dude, I mean, it makes sense. Obviously, taking away a lot of jobs, like an obscene amount of people, like an incredibly large percentage of Americans are truck drivers. Yeah. It's like the, one of the most popular jobs in the world, if not the most popular job in the world. Don't quote me on that, but that's what I remember hearing. Hmm. So that'll be one of the first to, to go. And obviously, cashiers we already see is being automated. Things that are like hard practical, practical skills, such as what you do. That obviously it's going to be. It'll have a longer. little, little more time, but I, I also feel like who knows? Like virtual reality. What if, what if there's something that could stimulate the exact same muscles, right? Like uh, having yeah. those. Uh, uh, Rai is ta- tapping his entire body with uh, with the, the mic right now. Um, electrodes. Or what yeah, let's about? say electrodes or whatever. Yeah, you, yeah. The, things like that are attached to your body, and they, and this is just an idea, but yeah, imagine that. That they stimulate your muscles in the same way as you, you know, firing them, using them. Oh, okay. While you're in virtual reality, learning these sequences, techniques, whatever. Oh. And then when you come out, you're actually able to perform them. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know? So, who freaking knows, man? Virtual sparring would be really neat, too, dude. Yeah. Like, you have those electrodes on you that just pulsate when you get struck. Mm-hmm. So, you know you got struck and, like, kind of it dis- disrupts your flow, your you pattern. Know, you know you fucked up. But you won't get any brain damage. That'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, true that. that dude, oh, man, I was really training cool. some students yesterday and, um, you know, we do sparring, uh, light contact. You yeah. know, we're not an MMA school. We're, you know, a traditional yeah. Korean so, so light school. brain damage. And. I'll tell you what, man. One of the kids I was working with was was trying to give brain damage to the the, uh, to the other kids. <laughs> I had to have a little sit down, a little chat with him about like, how we spar. Hey, man, it's not that serious, dude. And it wasn't. It wasn't that serious. I took notes this time this week trying to have talking points. Oh, cool. Because I was got? listening to uh, Josh Peck his podcast. Yeah, you do talking points. I'll keep sipping wine. I like Josh Peck a lot. And anyway, he. I don't know who that is. Tell tell us about Josh Peck. Drake and Josh. The uh, oh, we were talking about him last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, um, I care so little about this guy that you bring him up every week, and I'm like, who the fuck is Josh Peck? You know, it's not like I even agree with him and everything he's into. For whatever reason, I just like his overall tone of voice, and he just seems to have good intentions. And he's also one of those guys who says like, "Hey, man, I'm trying to figure it out." You know, he's like a child, child. child star and he's like talking about basically you know the ego of everything and i just really like guys that seem to be really genuine and he's one of those guys but he had ryan holiday on his uh, podcast this week and ryan holiday just uh came out another book and um what's the new book stillness is the key another little stoicism book. and i'm gonna i'm i brought this up for three reasons one because like josh peck and i love ryan holiday but yeah, Ryan Holiday. Wanted to bring up the fact that okay, Ryan Holiday came out with another book. Title alone kind of tells you that it's probably going to be pretty similar to his other books. And um, what I'm getting at is, I love Ryan Holiday. And you caught me in a different mood, I'd be like, "Oh, I already bought it. I would buy it on Amazon right in front of you." And I buy so many books, 
and I'm going to publicly say right now, I probably read 5% of the books I've owned. Mm. And I really wonder how many books truly get read. Interesting. How many books do you think get read? Ryan Holiday sells 10,000 books, let's say. He probably sells more. How many of those 10,000 books actually get read? Because I have a guess, and it's <clears throat> it's bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, the amount of books that I have on my bookshelf, which uh, I don't know. I don't know off the top. Let's say I have 150, 200 books. Yeah. I've probably read more than half of them. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Because I really tried it. Like, I don't try to just... Uh, frivolously spend. Yeah, good good word. I was going to say the same thing. Frival- you know, friv- frivolous? Yeah. Frivolous? I think I don't so. use that one that much. I don't know, man. But uh, frivolously, Lily, uh, just buy books and do nothing with. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, when I buy a book, there's a reason for it. And I'm a slow reader because I'm all about application. Uh-huh. So, like, I'll read, I'll think, and I'll apply. Because the way we learn is through application. You got to fucking do the stuff to see if it works for you. Uh-huh. So I read fairly slow, and then I make sure, like, do I truly understand this? I think about it, and then I immediately apply it and try to teach it to someone. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you learn twice as good when you teach someone else. So, um, no, I've, I've read a good amount of my books, but, yeah, I mean, how many people are buying books and not reading them? I do have a fair amount of books that I haven't read yet that yeah. I've had for years. Dude, I'm going to make a wild take and say like 10% of books get read. Maybe less. No. Just throwing it out yeah. there. I but wonder it, if we can actually find that out. You know, there's also, I think, a point like that. that is, that's a bad thing if, if people are just buying books and not reading them. Or there's so many. It's just as bad if you read them and you don't like fucking a, apply. It's like a signaling thing. Like, I'm a well-read Yeah, reader. but look, you're not. You're not look, reading. Look at my books. You know what I mean? Right. But the worst thing of all is, you know, just being talk. Like, you could read 500 books and apply nothing. Yeah. That's a problem. Like, yeah. there's no improvement. Um, Well, dude, yeah. the whole reason why I brought this up is because our newest sponsor, Blinkist, you can read an entire <laughs> book. And, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but, dude, that's why I'm being honest, though. Listening to books is way easier, yeah. but I still can't do Audible. I really can't. It's too long, and I really do dig that Blinkist app. It's like 15-minute yeah. summaries of all books, and I can apply Tony Robbins' ideas mm. in 15 minutes. I like that. I haven't gotten uh, into Blinkist yet. I do because, you know, it's like some someone else's point, like some, like let's say, you know, whoever handles Blinkist, the point that they get from something might not be the same point that I get. Yeah, that's you know true. what I mean. So they might they interpret it they, different. They might interpret something and and make this book gave me fifteen focal points that I could grow and be better on. Yeah, and I'm like I got fourteen or I got twenty six. That's true. That's so, a good point. Yeah. So I I do love that. So what I try and do my little uh, habit is Monday through Friday I'll do an audio book as I'm driving. I won't listen to music. Okay. So Monday through Friday I'll do an audio book, but I'm also reading. Because okay. that's, that's a completely different practice. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll try to read for, you know, 15 to 30 minutes a day. Um, other than that, when I'm in the car Monday through Friday, I'll, I'll listen to an audiobook. The current one I'm listening to is phenomenal. Um, it's called The Coddling of the American Mind. Oh, you just you sent a picture of that, right? Yes. Or did, Corey, did Corey send a picture or did you send a picture of that? Uh, Corey sent a picture because I told him to get the goddamn book. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's uh, The Coddling of the American Mind, How Good Ideas and... Wait, how... Good Intentions and Bad Ideas Are Setting Up a Generation for Failure. Huh. And it's fantastic. So, I mean, what you just said, does that basically summarize it? Yeah. 
But I mean, they go into the psychology of it and uh-huh. everything. I mean, they talk a lot about cognitive behavioral therapy and whatnot. Oh, cool. Uh, it's, you know, it's a really dope book. But anyway, so that's what I'm currently listening to. But that's my little method. And then like once Friday night hits, it's Friday night right now. Yeah. I'll be rocking music all weekend. Party time? Hell yeah. Cool. I like that. And I mean, yo, yet again, a mind open to anything and attached to nothing. Yeah. If there's a moment midweek where I'm like, I need vibes. Oh, yeah. I'll fucking be blasting some music if I need it. Cool. That, like, kind of goes to my 80-20 thing. Like, have principles and follow them by, like, 80% of it. But, you know, you can stray by 20%. Absolutely. I mean, I am addicted to doing a phenomenal job when it comes to, like, running my business and teaching martial arts. And um, the truth is not every class is going to go exactly how you want it. Yeah. That used to really fucking bother me. Dude, I have something to add to this when you're done. Yeah, Keep and going. and now it's just like every once in a while, Ryan, when you have a bad class, that's called being a human. You uh-huh. can't control humans. Yeah. Kids are not. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, not every class is going to go perfect. So most of my classes are phenomenal. But every once in a while, you run into a class where you're just like, that wasn't what I wanted it to be. Uh-huh. Used to bug me. Now I'm like, cool, on to the next one. The next one will be great. Let's cool. make the next one better. Dude, um, so as I take off my sweatshirt because I'm really hot right now, I have to take off my headphones and my sweatshirt. Whoa, whoa, I want whoa, you, whoa, whoa. I want you to just tell the people while I'm disrobing, uh, tell them what you did today. Okay, uh, today was Friday. I woke up, and uh, one of the first things that I like to do on Fridays is I do a heavy cleaning of the school. So went into the school. I mean, of course, this is after typical morning routine and whatnot. But I go into the school. I do a real deep cleansing of the school, and then um, deep after cleanse. that, I'm back, guys. I got into some good old movement training. Um, not really too focused in this particular moment on throwing around weights. So a lot of movement. I'm finding right now that uh, my mid back is very tight. Hmm. So I'm focusing on a lot of twisting and turning to loosen up that area but also gain strength within it. Um, that's helping me out a lot in this moment. Um, so after I did that, then um, it was time to eat some food and get prepped to teach my 6 p.m. class. Cool. I rocked out that 6 p.m. class. Gunner now only has a T-shirt on. And then I came over here and now check. Well, bottom line, I'm back, and now I'm going to add to what you just said. You said not every class is, like, the best class ever. Yep. So, dude, um, like – um. One of the main things I do as a mortgage broker is I have like a nice little spiel, my pre-approval spiel, and um, sometimes I finish the conversation on the phone. And I'm like, dude, that was a good one. You mm-hmm. know, explain everything well. Yep. Had fun. You know what I mean? Wasn't awkward at all. Today I I answered the phone and I got so anxious, and like as if I as if it was like one of the first ones I've done. And I was like, during the process, it got worse because in my head I'm like. Wow, dude, start over or something. This sucks, you know? Now, let me ask this. Do you feel like um, it was because you were out of rapport with the person? Do you think you could have built better rapport so it flowed better? Or were you no, just the guy was in a awesome. weird state? He was really cool. I think, um, I don't know, just got anxious for whatever reason. And um, But obviously there is a reason. You just haven't figured it out. Yeah, I haven't figured yeah. it out. And, uh, I mean, sometimes I feel like anxiety just hits just for whatever reason. Yeah. You might start off slow, and then it just builds and builds and builds. But it was just funny for me because, I, you know, I probably talked to three to five strangers a week over the phone doing yeah. prequels. And 
typically have no issues at all and laugh and have fun the whole time with them. But this one, I was just like, uh, uh, income, uh, work, uh, what do you do? <laughs> Not that bad, but it was, it wasn't my cleanest. And at the end, I was like, hey, man, just so you know, like, I'm all over the place right now, and I apologize. I don't know why. <laughs> and what was his response to your honesty? I he was cool. He That's awesome. Crap, There's know. nothing better than that. Like I was just working with one of the with one of the young men that worked for me, and he does handle sales at the school, and I, you know, I'm always uh, on him about he talks too fast. Yeah. And he just blows by people, and I I said to him, I was like, Kyle, there's nothing wrong with you being you. You know, I'm never I'm never on you about this because it's like, I don't want you to be you. It's like, bro, you talk really fast. Maybe you're yeah. just really excited. And if you started off your spiel or what it is you're talking about by simply saying to the person, look, I get excited. I talk really fast. If I blow by you on anything or you don't understand something, just stop me yeah. and I'll happily slow down and explain it. Just let me know because I just get excited. I was like, Kyle, if you just do that, you're showing that you're human. You're being honest. Like, dude, I don't want you to not be you, but you do talk too fast sometimes. Yeah. So maybe if you just hit people with a little little precursor, a little pre- this is a little predisposition, and you set them up. Yeah. Easy. Easy peasy. I like that. I might add that to mine. Like, hey, yeah. guys, I talk really fast because I get really excited sometimes. Yeah. And listen, let me know if I blow yeah. by anything, it, but here we go. It's it's just- Hop I, on. We, we're human beings. And it's self-awareness, and you got to yeah. know you. I'm the same way, though, because I get freaking hype about yeah. things, and I can see it. You know, sometimes I can see in some of my students, I scare the shit out of them because of how excited I am. Yeah. About, and I just think people right now are more awkward than ever. Yeah. And I can see it in their faces. I'm like, yo, I'm so passionate about this. I feel like it should excite you, but it's doing the opposite. It's making Turn you them go, off. <laughs> it's making you go inside yourself because I'm so hype about what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, it's intimidating when someone's really hyped and you're like, I don't know what to add, so I'm going to look away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that's a little method that I told him. And, and it was cool, actually. His response to that was like, oh, man, I never really thought about that. I actually like that. That's good. And, and it, 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 we're not trying to change. I don't want to change anybody. I want yeah. you to be comfortable being you. But you got to find, when it comes to sales, you got to find a good way to be you yeah. while you're communicating with people because the communication is the fucking key thing, man. Mm-hmm. And everything is sales, literally everything. Everything in life. But yep. like do you like have, have you ever met like a crazy good salesman and like in their like respected field like um and just like the scene just how they interact. It's so interesting to see. Like in the tr- real traditional sense like financial services and whatnot and like car sales like here in like Lonnie, remember Lonnie? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like hearing him talk like he just has his spiel. It's always on. Yep. Always on. It's just it became his character, or his yeah. character became his spiel. Vice and it's versa. confidence. Like and it's you, unbelievable. It's impressive for me to see. Confidence will always win. You know, and uh, one of the things I always said about uh, dancers in in the like the breakdance world, for uh-huh. instance, I've seen people with amazing skill and talent. Yeah. You know that easily should win because of their abilities lose because they didn't have confidence and i've seen people that i think are absolute fucking trash uh win because they have confidence Hmm. confidence is huge attitude is huge that that's that's the winning factor every time yeah attitude confidence that's key yeah and i guess that's true in everything 
Like, even if, like, you take two people in any respected field, the one guy who's just, you know, m- more confident in the, his positioning, he'll end up the victor, regardless yeah. of the, pre- the preparation or whatever of the other person. Yep. Presentation's key. Dude. So it's 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 multifaceted. It's yeah. like everything. Like, you put in... Put in the 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 time sacrifice to be great, but also like you have to be confident. You have be to have but you have to have the yeah. mental as well as the physical. And that like I think we talked about like building confidence in the past, but like for me, it's like you get confident when you get go from sucking at something to getting better at it. Yes, at least for me, that's how I got. But confident. that's the name of the game. Is every day you should be improving at what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, this uh, kind of translates over to what I was thinking about earlier too. Um, so I I've always been a hater of the the saying "fake it till you make it," and um, I just I don't know I just like didn't like that. I'm like, oh, be genuine and just pretend like tell tell people the truth and like yeah. build from there. But I was listening to again another Josh Peck podcast. Who's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, he the guy on from Million Dollar Listing, which is like a show in New York that uh you know he drives around in, like uh fancy Range Rover gets driven around obviously shows million dollar listings and everything not a G-Wagon though mm, I, I, I never watched it so I really couldn't tell you it might be a G-Wagon mm. it could be <laughs> which are really cool cars looking at it right oh uh, yeah, yeah dude I love that picture but anyway um, so that guy literally created his career by faking it until he made it and so basically he tried out for the TV show and um, basically went there and said, hey, I'm the best realtor ever. Like, I'm a huge big shot. I get driven around by a private driver. I do this and that. Come come see me do that, this and that. And he was just, like, a, a new-to-the-game new to realtor and became, like, the one of the most successful realtors in the country from this getting on the TV show. Had a master plan. And it's, yep, and just uh, executing his plan and faking it until he well, made it. Well, I mean, how many rappers do that? Like that yeah. was that was a big thing with rappers back in the day. I don't know how it is nowadays as much because uh, rap nowadays is fucking trash. <laughs> but anyways, um, they would not have any money. They would rap about having all the money. Yeah. And then get famous for that. Yeah, and then have all the money. Well, not really. Yeah. Because as soon as they would get a check, most of them would spend that check on a bunch of bullshit. Uh, let, let's let, we should do let's do a fucking episode on where are they now? I guarantee there's a ton of rappers that we thought were the shit when we were kids have no money. Yeah, I wonder. That's actually a good point. I mean, think there's only a few of them. I mean, Dre, money, loads of it. Uh, Hove, money. Yeah, is he a billionaire now? I think he's a billionaire. Dude, you know you can kind of see. Um, That's a the dynasty, that... dude. Him and Beyonce. Come yeah, on, they won. That it's is like you true. and your girlfriend, man. That's a dynasty, dog. <laughs> yeah. They really did win, though, dude. Um, you know, you ever see the website Cameo.com? No. So, essentially, you can pay uh, famous people to give you a give shout Give a shout-out? Okay, I know and, it. I know um, it. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, see, I didn't know what it was. Like, I know what you're talking about, yeah, but yeah. I didn't know the website because I'll never fucking use it. <laughs> but you... So, so, I went to use it because I thought I could get one of them guys to say, that, like, oh, Gunner, Gunner Financial is the best mortgage broker they in won't, PA. They won't do that. They won't do business ads. Oh, shit. Because um, they want more money. Yes, yeah, so I went on that thinking that, like, that'd be really funny. But you could and get a happy birthday for your mom. You can get a happy birthday for your mom. <laughs> but anyway... Everyone that's on there, you better not that look, are look, a mind that is open to anything and attached to nothing. You better not have been <laughs> attached to that because you would have been pissed. Yeah, right. But anyway, so you see like who all like little Romeo and like guys that like you're like oh I remember that name. You know what yeah. I mean? That like yeah. those are the ones that 
didn't make it, yeah. I guess. You yeah, don't yeah. see Mark Cuban on there doing it because he don't fucking need it. He might do. I don't know. It, Mark Cuban ain't doing it. Brett Favre is on it. <laughs> Interesting. And um, so I guess those guys are just hustlers, you know what I mean? Absolute monsters. What was it? Uh, tell us what the price was. I think he's like he was five hundred bucks or something like that. Okay, so everybody has their own price. Yeah, everyone's Who's thirty two dollars and seventy six cents? Like um the guy um from Pawn Stars, <laughs> Chumley. He's the guy that I tried to get the video <laughs> from. And um I think it was literally like thirty bucks. And uh, dude, but think about it, like make a quick iPhone video for thirty bucks. I don't care who you are, you wow. know, thirty dollars a minute is it's good money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I try to get him. You can get the the world's most interesting man commercial guy. He'll do a video for you for only like eighty bucks. Mm. But again, it's really only happy birthdays and stuff like that. Cause I in my head, I was like, dude, every month I'm gonna re- I'm gonna drop a new video of like someone saying like Gunner Financial is the best mortgage broker in the game. Yada, I'm gonna yada. get on, I'm gonna get on there and buy like twenty five videos of me asking people to go to prom, but there is no prom. Dude, that'd be actually pretty funny. Like, Jessica, will you go to prom with Ryan? Be like, who the fuck is Ryan? <laughs> good, good, yes. There probably is a way to utilize it in, like, a funny capacity that I can make in a work way. All right, I got it. I got it. For all you guys out there that are on dating sites, you Tinders, you Hinges, you Bumbles, use it on there. That'd be kind of cool. Use well, it on there. But like again, hey Jessica, you will you go out on a date with Ryan? You send her the video. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm. That would be actually pretty mm. cool. Yeah, I'd say yeah, just out of principle. You'd have to. Yeah, the most interesting man in the world. Got to respect the hustle wants. at yeah. that point. I respect the hustle. It was thirty-two dollars and seventy-six cents. <laughs> Chum Lee asking you to go out with Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say no to Chum. What are we at time-wise, baby boy? I don't know. Let me see. We are at forty-seven minutes. We're good. We always try to aim about an hour or less, so we're That's good with right, that. Man. Do you have a challenge of the day, or did, what did I say earlier? I gave like some sort of challenge. You you hit us whoa, with whoa, a whoa 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 whoa. You, know? you guys should try it. Try it. The whoa 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 is fire, and I guess I could just add to that. Next book you buy, actually read it. Maybe. Don't you come at me with that shit. I wasn't looking at you, I, dude. I read my books, dude. I, got, like, I actually yo. I just got two books in the mail, and one of them. I had no idea how big it was. Holy shit. Which one did you buy? It's called Transurfing Reality. <laughs> Dude, what is that about? Uh, AI. About, about reality and figuring out how to be the greatest version of oneself. I like that. Yeah. Dude, I bought the book Sapiens, and I thought I'd read it until I figured out how big it was. It's like 600 pages. Yeah, this book has got to be... Bigger than that. That's the problem, dude. Like, like read 200 pages of Sapiens or finish an entire book that's 200 pages long. Or play a video game. Or just play the new Gears of War 5. Shout out to Gears of War dude, 5. I think the last Gears of War I played, I'm not an Xbox head. Yeah. Um, Gears 2. That was Ge- the best one. Gears 1 and 2, phenomenal games. You can't beat it, dude. Never played 3, never played 4. 5 looks dope. 5 does look dope. I just don't know why it's never the same, you know what I mean? It just never is. Is it still like multiplayer? Can you play two players? Oh yeah, it's absolutely. So like, fire. if you bought it, I could come to your house and we could just go off together. Oh yeah, dude. It could be a thing. It can be a thing. It could be a thing, bro. Maybe next live stream we just do that. Should we just know? Twitch it? Can we become <laughs> Twitch stars? <laughs> Gun and Ride played Gears. Do we? Are you good at video games? I suck, dude. 
Uh, dude, I can. I'm. I'm. A, I have an addictive personality. So you can get good. I can get good quick. Well, dude, I can hustle, you know, and I can try. And to make th- you laugh. know what? That's all I need is a hustler because <laughs> I have a mind that's open to anything and attached to nothing, Gunner Ball. <laughs> I don't know why I kept saying that tonight. I swear to God, I didn't come here with that intention, but here we are. <laughs> well, dude, I think we wrap it, wrap it up. As always, thank you for listening, guys. I yeah. appreciate y'all. And we will see you next week with Lewis Sachs, who couldn't make it this week because of he was just over over uh, booked at work. He said he said yeah. it was unreal, but he'll be here next Friday. Yeah, and, and we're gonna talk cool shit. Yo, let me add this uh, real quick. I think like one of the episodes that was at the end last year uh-huh. that we didn't get to add on was we did have Lewis on, but he was living in Colorado. Yeah, he was living in Colorado, and we did a like a Skype session with him. It just didn't work out. And it just, well, it didn't record somehow. Like, you know, we're, we're learning all this shit as we go along. So it didn't record. We kind of screwed up. And that was a dope episode, actually. It was a really cool conversation. It so, was cool. Yeah, tune in next week. We're going to have a goodie for you guys. All right, gang. Peace. As always, peace.